yes. Let me be your ruler. You can call me Queen Bee, and baby, I'll rule, I'll rule, I'll rule, I'll rule. Let me live that fantasy. <laughs> well, that, of course, is trouble team from the wrong side of tracks in New Zealand, Lord. And if it's what the cross-eyed gal behind the counter at the Annie Annie's at Penn Station growled to me as our hands grazed following the successful completion of a purchase of cinnamon sticks, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, thank you, Thank you, I, of course, uh, am your host, Dale Seaver. I'm going to put this back here so you all can see my whole body. There you are. Come to the live shows, you get the full body. And uh, you, of course, are here for a live taping of another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And uh, we couldn't be happier to be here at Union Hall, and it's, uh, it's a little bit like ladies' night here, isn't it, Steve? <laughs> it definitely is. That's so wonderful. <laughs> I'm excited to talk to my guests tonight. And you know, uh, many of the people out there, long-time listeners know, that they always they write into me. It's just so beautiful. They send me the tweets and the emails. And uh, I don't know how Tumblr works, but they ask me things. And uh, they always say, well, Dale, how are the ladies in your life? And uh, <laughs> it's so wonderful that people care about me. And I, oh, I, I, I'll tell you what's going on. Of course, you know that uh, my wife left me, uh, and it was basically around the issue of having children, but then I suddenly, about four years ago, uh, my niece was in a bad way, and with child, as it turns out, and so uh, I, I let her come in, and then, and so we're celebrating the fourth uh, birthday of little baby Pepsi is her child, <laughs> and uh, that's this week. It's very exciting. Uh, she's a, what would she be? My great, great niece, my grandniece. Yep. Well, I'll be dead by the time anybody cares. The point is, she's terrific, and we're going to have the birthday party for her. That's what you got to do, and it's going to be at a bar. So she's already got good taste. I'm excited about it. And uh, I tell you, she's a, she's a sweet sweetheart. She really is. And like many of you, we don't have a lot of money. Uh, and, and, and at home, uh, she, she's found a way, though. She's made a way, and she takes the little Candyland game. You know that? You remember that game, Steve? Sure, I love that game. Many people game. here play that game, Candyland. She has the board for that, and she's so sweet. She just props open the board, and she says, Uncle Dale, do you want to watch my computer? And so I'll sit down there. I've watched a whole season of Little Couple on that thing. <laughs> just the two dwarves that are adopting a Chinese baby. We just watch the whole thing right there. On Candyland, it's just, it's just, I mean, hours go by looking at this piece of cardboard. It's beautiful, it is. And uh, that's a game I'm very good at it, Steve-O. Yeah? I'm very good at this game, Candyland. I don't know if there's an adult league or something I could join. There probably is. And I realize that there's no skill involved, really, but I can just feel it when I got a hot hand. You know, when I'm going to get right to the candy castle, I feel it. It's like peppermint pass, bam! You know, gummy star, bam, lollipop, I'm in. Yes. You know, a couple of yellows. It's just fantastic. And I, I tell you, it's also because I view it as a kind of uh, 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 a parable of sorts. I view it as a, as a, there's a lot of similarities between my own weight battle. Because I feel like if I can just get to where I'm having a lollipop or a single piece of chocolate, and I don't slide back to, you know, cupcake commons or uh, <laughs> ice cream slopes. I'm doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to use it as an aspirational 
kind of thing. Now, speaking of inspiring, Steve O'Reilly is here. Steve, oh, how thanks, are you? Yeah, I'm good, good. Good, good. And uh, yes, I'll share myself. That's great. Did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. Great, I'm glad to hear it. Now, uh, are you getting excited for Halloween? You have a couple of children sure, yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for Halloween. That's great. That's great. Maybe we'll get a chance to catch up sometime. Sure. Now, uh, would you mind playing me a little sitting down music? Something uh, slow and uh, 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 something that takes a long time. Something like registering for uh, healthcare online. Sandra Bullock better, though. Well, that's a personal choice. That's fine. I haven't seen that movie. Some things I think Barbie has done better at. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll be the unpopular she's, one. No, I love Here, you. but that's person. what it's like to me. I think she's done okay. <laughs> many, many years working with okay. You know what? You know who else is okay? Yeah. Clooney is okay. Yeah, that guy's had some movies. Dead or alive, I'm okay with that guy. He's yeah. on the list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did, how, did, how did he get in that movie with Sandra Bullock? Well, there's a lot of questions for tonight, but let's bring up our first guest. <laughs> uh, these, are, these are a very, uh, just incredibly talented duo. Uh, uh, and uh, the, what they've done is like uh, Voltron, they formed together. Sort of a Voltron missing some pieces, but still, nonetheless, they formed something much more powerful than themselves individually. And uh, they're the founders of the Reductress.com, right. Sarah Papalardo and Beth Newell. Come on up. Do you? 
<laughs> no, I think that's the problem. We don't know the ins yeah. and outs. Well, you got to get up there and know them by name. That's the key. You got to know who the people behind the counter. Oh, yeah. Look for the name tag, and then once you can be on a first name basis, everything's going to be easier for you. Tell me, how do y'all first meet? I'm sure it's a great story, much like the postmaster story that we just heard. We met working on a sketch comedy show at the Magnet Theater. The Magnet Theater is in yeah. New York, and you're affiliated with them, is that right? Yes, yes, I work there, man and, and managing what? the sketch teams, casting the teams, and directing shows. And is shows. that a tough job? Uh, uh, in some ways, it's tough. It's tough to oversee. <laughs> Uh, people for jobs that they aren't paid for, I find. Yeah. You know? Because they don't. I do know. People are not. <laughs> people, are, people are not enthusiastic uh, about things that they're not paid to do. I've gathered. And so what happened? You were, in a, you were in a kind of, you were in a group? Were you doing a scene together? Was there a memorable scene that you were in? Nuns on a submarine or something? We were writing an election show, actually. Oh, what election was this? 2008. This 2012. Oh, 2012. Recent. Yeah. recent history. Pretty recent, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame about Romney. <laughs> yeah. But he got his car elevator okay. He's doing okay. That went in all right. I read that there was. His car elevator? He had to have an elevator. Like Martha Stewart has one of these too. You, she drives into her place in New York and you just take the elevator right up to oh. her apartment there so she can walk out of the car into the place. Because you... what's better than having a car in your. Apartment. But, uh, you you know a lot about celebrity car elevators. Man, I'm up on it. If there's one thing I know, yeah, it's the elevators, and some people even have megavators. But that's for another show. So you were all in that, and uh, you just hit it off. You were friendly. Yeah, we were friendly. Um, yeah, and then, and then Beth, Beth shot me an email one day. She's like, "Hey, I got this idea," and I was like, "Oh, we have to do this thing." Uh, so like, Let's be as vague as possible about <laughs> yeah. what, what it is we do. Were you being vague at the time too? Just I have a hot idea. Yeah, actually, I have a hot idea. About revealing it? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I spent a few it. months just stringing her along. Yeah. And I, and I was like, what's this, this idea? What is Come it? on. What is it? Um, right. This idea for an onion for women, essentially. Uh, all right, that's, what, that's the reductress that we're talking exactly. about. Yes. Okay. Yes. Exactly, yes. Uh, well, folks, you all know it because it's been just hot. It's just everybody's been talking about it. It's been buzz, buzz, buzz. It's been the reductress.com, which, as you said, it's like the onion uh, uh, with spanks. It's a it's fake the, women's magazine. A fake so, women's magazine. Yes, it's a parody of women's magazines. So, uh, for instance, what women's, what's a women's magazine? Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. Did you read that? Sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of great tips yeah. in there. Yeah. Yes, I learned how to pleasure a woman solely by Cosmopolitan. One woman. It's, it's weird. <laughs> but, but it was okay. It's weird how many Cosmo articles will teach you how to pleasure another woman. It's almost as if it's a magazine for men. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on the same page with that. And what are other ones though that are in there? Other, like lifestyle magazines, some of the things at Home Depot. Yeah, I know. We we still have our like our we still like the, the good housekeeping sect of uh, you know conservative women's magazines that tell you how to make the perfect you know Fourth of July cake. Um, Blueberries. But, Right? That's the secret. And I strawberries. always do whipped cream and then the strawberries and blueberries. It's so patriotic. Right. It's so patriotic and in season, it's easy to do. Right. <laughs> it's a natural thing to do. Basically cost effective, too, which is nice. 
So, so you took you now were you bombarded with that? Were you avid readers of this kind of material, being young women in the city? Uh, I wouldn't not say avid readers. Um, I would say that as a woman, it is an unavoidable medium yeah. in your life. You're hit with it. Yes. And how are the websites different from the from the actual magazines? Are you responding to the website, are you responding to the magazine, or just basically the content? We're responding to both. Um, I guess the websites are a little different for some of the, well, some some websites out there targeted towards women are a little different from the magazines because they skew younger. Yes. So. Because old people don't know how to use computers. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. And you, in fact, Sarah, you've been described as a lady blogger. I have. <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, painful for you? Yeah, I, I guess you could say I'm a, I'm a recovering blogger. I think early on I, uh, I I blogged for real estate and all the all, the, all those terrible things that just paid at the time. I Listen, blogged. I'm telling you, you've given me all the hot button issues I want to I know. talk about. Real estate blogs, the post office. This yeah. is fantastic. I know. I know. Thank you for making my dreams come true. But also, it's better than being a, a, a what a, 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 a saggy. Saggy lobster, or a baggy logger. There's other versions of, 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 of the blogger, lady blogger. If you just have fun with words, or maybe you've had a couple of drinks, things can be really fun. So you're doing a uh, wordplay on the lady blogger. It's one of the tips I learned from Cosmo. <laughs> Gals like wordplay, so here we are. So I, you I didn't want to see this copy of Cosmo you're reading because it sounds very different. I'll, I'll bring it to you. April 1984. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl Teagues. Cheryl Teagues. Cheryl has it too. We yeah. all have the copies. It's a classic. It's a wonderful one. And so, but so you're writing for all these definitely boring things, and, and you, but you develop the skills that you needed to, to apply to a comedy situation. Exactly, because all we're doing is uh, parodying deathly boring magazines and blogs. Uh, <laughs> Very, very good. And yes. you'll see a lot of the, the women's blogs as opposed to the magazines are a lot of a personal, it happened to me type stories, right. um, which we're covering a lot of to, you know, like it, like it happened to me, I did something like terribly okay, disgusting. Well, okay, yeah. well let's give some examples because one of my favorite comedians is Jay Leno. And he does a thing, it's a crime, isn't it? Going out on top though, at least. He's still number one. Yeah. So uh, I thought what I would do is read some uh, read some headlines, because that's one of the features on this program, and uh, what I aspire to become. So here we go. Let's read a couple of headlines. These are actual headlines. This isn't like I saw it in the grocery circular, and they're funny that way, like it's not about wieners and stuff. But these are actual things that, that yeah, this is one of my favorite ones, okay? Eclectic couple only invites mason jars to their wedding. Yeah, that's what we wrote. That's what we wrote. Five Halloween costumes guaranteed to make you a pregnant teen. That's <laughs> timely. This is, the, this is the time of year. People think about that. Uh, cocktails to nurture each chakra. I could get down with that, okay? I like that. Because usually yeah. you think about yoga people, they're not having a drink. Unless yeah. it's kombucha. Well, they might. They'll surprise you. You always gotta be working on the chakras at the at home or the bar or the post full, office. It's yeah, a full time job or your real estate blog. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of nurturing of all. How many chakras are there? Seven. Seven. Oh. 
depends on where you were born. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. Where did you grow up, Sarah? Uh, grew up outside Boston in oh, a town sure. called Bedford, New Hampshire. Yes. Equally Surprisingly, no one here from there. Yeah, it's it's weird. Weird. And no one even enthusiastic about your stage. So. No, I know. I, I like that you beckoned the audience to Crickets. applaud, though. Just yeah, well, you kind of make, make the people from New Hampshire feel okay. The yeah. primary yeah. got a real hell bent thing, don't they? Live free or die. Isn't that your deal? It is. Yeah, it's all or nothing. It's, it's true. It's a, uh, it's a very standoffish state. Um, like you can feel that from the audience. <laughs> <laughs> we stand off from you. <laughs> no, 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 this isn't a, this is, this is a happy couch. And, uh, <laughs> ben, how about you? I am from just outside of Boston as well. Uh oh. Linfield, Massachusetts. New Hampshire, though, when you say outside of Boston, it's usually not New Hampshire. Boston it, is very close to the New Hampshire border. Yeah, yeah I actually close. probably live about 30 minutes from where Beth grew up. Wow, and you never met. You never crossed each other on the interstate. No. No, but here you are, cyber buddies, doing your, doing your thing. Take us inside the writer's room for this. I imagine it smells very nice. There's some snack wells maybe laid out. Yeah, we only eat lady snacks. Yeah, yeah we do eat a lot of hummus. <laughs> Not ironic. We do really enjoy a lot of hummus and yeah. cookies. And uh, together? No, usually just like a chip. We eat the hummus with a uh, nice pita chip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any old candles? You have candles there? Yeah. You guys have candles? Yeah, actually. Yeah. I actually got a candle from one of our writers the other week. I felt really good about that. Yeah, actually, like a soy wax or like one that you know, more than <laughs> <laughs> so, You'll have your time at the end of the show. We'll do no, your let's, segment. Let's it's dig okay. into the candle. Yeah. <laughs> But it's going well for you with this uh, Reductress. People can go on anytime and check it out, Reductress.com, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, what's going to happen next? Are you going to make a book? That seems um, to be what we'll, happens. We'll People see. Get. Yeah, maybe. Um, we're working on a site redesign, which will happen early next year. Yeah. What's that about? Well, we, we'd like a new site. Uh, we You're going to make it more social? Uh, yeah, we'll be a little more social. There'll be a lot more content on it. And, uh, yeah. A little more interactive? A little bit. <laughs> you could do a CD-ROM or something with it. Have you thought about that? Uh, definitely. That was, that was, first, that was one of our first yeah. plans. That was the original business model. Yeah. yeah. The original yeah. business model was not a website. It was no, just um, mail-order CD-ROMs. <laughs> Keep that in your back pocket. It still could be okay. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know if CD-ROMs are going to make a comeback. Go, go, go door to door if you want to. Door to door stuff. All right, Steve. We'll <laughs> <laughs> we, we might uh, enlist a group of young women, like the Girl Scouts or Brownies or something, nice. and just have them sell our yeah. wares. Just direct marketing to women. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what you feel like. That's what you, are women responding well to the site? I think so. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. women, women <laughs> as a whole. You're skeptical. Yeah. No, I I <laughs> agree. I think women generally. React to things in unison exactly yeah, the same way that's all my experience. across the board. <laughs> that's how it and they for they me. responded well. Yeah. Remarkably consistent as far as I've experienced. But uh, and so and you're still pursuing your own comedy. You you of course were both long-standing members of the improv scene. I can't stand too long without compression socks. But you guys were part of a 
part yeah. of the scene. Yeah. Yes, we're still a part of the scene. Yeah. Still doing it, still working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good that this hasn't killed everything for you. <laughs> yeah. No, because you could devote all your time to that and say, hey, where, where did I go? Where, where's me? I need to get back to me. Mm -hmm. That hasn't happened. I'm glad I brought it up. Yeah, there's, there's still pangs of that. You know, every day you're sitting in front of a computer and that's why, you know, you go perform. Feel it. There's nothing like being in front of a live audience. It's like, no. It's electric. It's arcing yeah. out from us in a great line. <laughs> big thing. It just zaps you. Like, if you come home sometimes after an electrical storm and you haven't put the surge protector on and you turn on your TV and it might arc across the right across the TV screen, you think, my gosh, what's going on? And you find out, well, of course, I didn't put on the search expressor, so I got to go out and buy a new TV. Well, how do you even choose? Because there's so many, and then you go to Best Buy, and they're not any help. <laughs> so anyhow, well, I wish you luck with the whole thing. That's going to be just terrific. People can dial it up and, and, and get in there and muck about with it. And uh, any, oh, any great trends that you're seeing for, for men or women? Seems to me that the comb over for ladies is a hot new trend. A lot of, I see a lot of women of a certain age that are going to get into that. Oh yeah, a lot of comb overs. Well, there was actually that one female model who just became a male model to get oh. more work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's a trend. There's actually a couple couple of women who've crossed over to male modeling. Switching genders. Well, I don't know if they're switching genders. They're just kind of switching, switching leagues. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Well, I didn't know about that one. I know about the other one. Surprise! Like the, surprise. the guy, uh, the, the, the dude. dude who was like the like it girl. Yeah. yeah Steve, but we've carved out a time for you to ask. I just want to make it all myself, man. We used to do it. We we'll we'll do it then. We do it then. Under. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll check out for that for these ladies that are trying to take men's jobs, and I hope that you'll continue to cover it <laughs> on your side. And uh, it's wonderful to be here. Now, do you mind just, just moving over? You're going to stay on the couch with me, and we'll have a good time. All right. All right. Sarah Papalardo and Beth Newell, ladies and gentlemen. Give them a round of applause. And just cozy in. You'll be okay. Oh, you can leave that on the stool if you like. That's fine, because then she can use it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, folks, my next guest is a gift from our friends up north. Uh, she's a, a terrific a comedian and uh, a writer and uh, NPR host over there at the show, Ask Me Another. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm union hall welcome to Ophira Eisenberg. which now is, I guess, a long time ago, we just were taught the American version. But now I asked my nephew, so I was like, what do you get taught? And he said, uh, we get taught that we uh, shared a meal with the First Nations people. 
You might want to maybe switch mics here. Yes. I'm just sorry there. Uh, sorry, but there's oh, something I'm a little bit sorry. funny with it. Yeah. Yeah, just see what happens. Connection. Okay, we're back. Is that better? Sorry. Is that better? There's yeah. something a little. So, uh, like yeah, Jane Thanksgiving. It's all good. It's all good. You yeah. had a nice time. There was a shared meal. It was a shared meal with First Nations people. That's what I call my family. <laughs> Nobody knows that that's the most politically correct way that we talk about our Indians. That is. First that is. Nations First people, nations. get on it, Americans. We would, we would be wise to, do they have candy corn up there? Speaking of First Nations. I've never seen candy corn up there. That's interesting. No, yeah, we just have corn it's and candy. We do not mix them. I not like that. There's a market then opening up. I can see it. I well, that's a, that's a, that's terrific. You know, whenever I have a Canadian on, and most of my longtime listeners will know this, whenever I have a, have a Canadian on, and it's just it's not as often as I'd like, but I have to have to tell you that uh, of course my family uh, grew up. Part of my family grew up in uh, Saskatchewan, which explains yes. which explains the good looks and the fondness for beaver pelts. And then uh, the, the other the other part of the family out there near uh, Toronto, one of your greater cities. Yeah. And uh, it just that you all, you all owe uh, a, a little bit of, uh, of gratitude to my crook of a great a grandfather who conned your military, such as it was at the time, the to, to buy a plane. And therefore, <laughs> you have plane? the Royal Canadian Air Force. Really? That's right. And you can see a model of that plane outside of whatever kind of museum uh, they have at the, at the Air Force. <laughs> you ever been up there? Yeah, I have. I yeah, yeah check, it, check it out. I know. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, are we have a cannon in that museum too? All of our weapons are actually in museums. That's good. That's right. And everybody's doors are are just unlocked. No, it's that fine. is totally false. It's fine. That is totally false. Are you a little bit worried up there? Everyone is. I mean, you get a wackadoodle at the Tim Hortons, and he's like, "My goodness, click it behind you." Wackadoodle at the Tim Hortons. And when I'm ordering my double double, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there are wackadoodles up there. That's exactly yeah, what we call our criminals in I, Canada. I, well, I always, I always like going up there. And uh, now you, uh, you of course, you have this book. Then I've put it under a decorative gourd. Yes, you have. Which is right here. <laughs> oh, is that what that, I thought yeah. that was a seashell this whole time. No, that's, that's a little, a decorative it's a little gourd. You can oh. look at it like that. It's like that. It's just, right. it's just resting right there in your face. And of course, the book, uh, the book is called "Screw Everyone." Although I have to tell you, I take issue with that. I think the gourd is screwing my book right now. Yeah, but, 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 well, we can move it if you feel there you comfortable. Go. Oh, thank you. God. There you go. If that makes you feel better, I'll just hold it. <laughs> the point is, you have a book called "Screw Everyone," yes, and yet I here I am. Yeah. I'm screwed. <laughs> What's the deal? Oh, that's so funny you say that because I have a lot of older friends uh, who have said to me since I published the book, they're like, hey, I wish I would have known you in your slutty phase. And I'm like, you did. Because <laughs> <laughs> not everyone makes the cut, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do know what you're saying up here. I do. So we'll just place that back there because I felt awkward holding that. Where I was. That is a good uh, though. I'm not so now lie. this, thank you. Uh, so now this thing, though, when did the book come out? Uh, it came out in the uh, beginning of April. That's great. So it's just been going gangbusters, and you, you, congratulations on selling. You sold it out there to Hollywood folks. 
Yeah, we got options. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. uh, what's happening with that right now? Are you allowed to talk about it? Yeah. I mean, we uh, we the Zuckers, me and the Zuckers, hang out on the phone. Yes. I don't know anything about these. I mean, people in uh, Hollywood, you guys look like you know shit about this kind of stuff. They do. They do. <laughs> Tend to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they talk. I mean, I just don't know anything about it because I'm from Canada. Anyways, but the point is, is that they uh, everyone everything's in the first person. Like, well, you know, we talked to Blair and David and Michael, and they all are thinking the studio. And you're just, I'm like <laughs> fucking IMDBing and googling all the whole conversation, trying to figure out who they're talking about because they don't understand. It's but it's, Blair, it's, Blair it feels fun. David Hasselhoff. Yes, it, David Hasselhoff <laughs> is gonna play me. <laughs> and, uh, it's a bold we're going to sell this in Europe, is what I'm trying to say. Well, that's where it is. Uh, but yeah, so right now we're working on the screenplay. And it's a story, though, for people who don't know, it's a story of uh, your uh, finding some kind of resolution in your own life, but also by, by uh, uh, sleeping with a lot of people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> correct. But that, I don't, it's... I was it, very promiscuous, and I needed a large sample size. To uh, figure out what I like. To narrow it down. To narrow it down. To, to, to yeah, get exactly. where you are today, and uh, and part of that, of course, is about your own, uh, uh, like your own desire to keep excelling, to keep being good at things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like all about. You were good at, 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 at that. I mean, relationships, not that. That is true. I was pretty good. At, I mean, you could say I was bad at relationships because I had so many. Right? If you were good, maybe you'd just have one. Uh, but I no, was good I, at I, I was good at getting into them. And I was also pretty good at getting out of them, whether it was I, made, you know, was fired, or I uh, asked never, to leave. I was never, I was never dumped. Occasionally, I was fired. No. Okay. Severance okay. package. <laughs> it, it sounds like you're becoming a master. What do you? You need ten thousand hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Little, so I like that little Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. guy. He's also <laughs> Canadian, isn't he? Uh, is he Canadian? I don't, I don't think know. so. Yeah. Um, What's that? You guys are backing me up, or you're saying? Is I'm, he yes? I'm crazy. Yeah. Really? Nah, I think he's just saying that to like get out of some taxes for the street. Uh, <laughs> for the street cred. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I'm worry. the underdog. I can take one minor thing, make it into a whole career. Don't worry about it. Wait, uh, right. I put in my time. I put in my ten thousand hours of relationships, and then finally I was like, I'm good at this. Of course, nobody else was at my level. Well, you know, there's. Uh, I was, you know, I was reading a passage in it, and of course, there are many, many. Uh, I read the whole thing. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I read the whole thing. But one of the parts of it, though, that of course uh, struck a chord with me, uh, was you had a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a woo -woo up in the church, and uh, I, I had done the same, same thing really? actually. Outside, well, not outside of Boston, out there in Cambridge, I was dating a gal from Brown University. And uh, we, we shared sister was over there. Brown. Uh, over at Harvard. Kinky. And, uh, right? That's yep, what I'm talking exactly. about. A Jewish gal, too. Oh, boy. So hell in the sack. But the point <laughs> is, uh, uh, we, uh, but a lot of issues are found it. I mean, let's face it. But we found this little church and we snuck up there, uh, up there in the upper pews and uh, had a little bit of, a, had a little bit of fun. But, yeah. uh, Pews is not a sexy word. No. Um, probably no. on purpose. Probably. No. Even, even when you're lying on them, still not sexy. No, not, pews not sexy. Pews. It's, it's hard to make a, a pew. Those Bibles aren't great pillows. <laughs> no, they aren't. They are, you feel bad the whole whole way around. Uh, and in my case, it was two. We were both Jewish, and we broke into a church late at night, 
And, yes, the uh, most transgressive thing you can do is. Yeah, <laughs> it was. We really felt like we were, you know, kind of doing something for. Asking for a lightning bolt is what <laughs> yeah, you Yeah, exactly. Asking. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> See? Yeah. It's okay. We just go made about out. your lives. <laughs> go Have fun. You got, you're going to start a new stereotype about Jewish people that they just sneak into churches and have sex now. Uh, I, I think that's so. very positive. <laughs> I think that's very positive. Getting more Jews in churches. That's how some people would look at it. <laughs> yeah. More Jews in churches. <laughs> Jews for Jesus. Yeah, there you go. There's that. That's have you ever seen, I, I mean, I don't think they have, they used to hand out in, uh, in um, uh, Times Square, they used to hand out pamphlets that were Archie comics, but rewritten. Did yeah. you ever see these? Oh no, but this would be to con convert Jews Christianity? Just anyone, it, but it was Jews for Jesus, so they like they like the Old Testament, but they it's a whole other weird thing that I don't completely understand. They like the traditions, but their New Testament is very confusing. Uh, but that it was Archie comics, and it was all like Jughead loves uh, God more than Jesus more than hot dogs. Like you know, he'd be eating a hot dog, and he's like, ah, and then he would look at a picture of Jesus, and like, yay. Um, no, there's no greater ambassador for Christianity than, than Jughead. <laughs> I agree. He's got a crown. He's got the crown. He's got a crown. Yeah, yeah. And he has a place to go spiritually because I feel like he's always in trouble. And so there's right, always he's in a, a way deficit, to... a spiritual yeah, that's deficit that's at all right. times. And so, I... <laughs> oh, Jughead. <laughs> we wish you well. Good luck. But uh, uh, now, Ophir, you also are over there at the. You all right? What's happening? Oh, uh, okay. You think about Jughead? I guess I was, yeah. I guess. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the thing I was going to ask you now, you're of course you have a you have a great uh, a show over there at, at, at NPR. Do you yes. ever think you'd be at NPR? Uh, no, no, I'm a huge risk for them. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm just not even joking around. I'm a huge. But it's a risk trivia show. That's right. I went yeah. to the and you've got some very colorful microphones over there. <laughs> we do. They're Big very puffy. Yeah, they're very. But they, we've got uh, a lot of windscreens. Man, I like um, that. Poppers. Yeah. I could, if you ever have a chance, folks, go over and watch it. It's worth just it. For, just for just for the colorful microphones. Yeah, to really talk about like the, I mean, trivia is one thing, but then being able to talk to a microphone. So, uh, were you, did you grow up uh, being passionate about uh, uh, CBC radio? Oh yeah, well, if you know that, uh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I just drank your drink. How'd you like it? It's good. Yes. I know, it's just like, I hope she likes that ginger whiskey yeah, thing. Actually, that's right. um, CBC is like so predominant. I don't know what the, I mean, NPR is very predominant, but CBC is more predominant in Canada yeah. than uh, NPR. Like it doesn't have a, it doesn't feel like it has an agenda, I guess, because you know, half this country is like, NPR is just liberal, crazy people talking about their agendas and blah, blah, that's blah. You, right. But uh, CBC, people are just like, oh, it's the only thing I get. I guess that's the difference in Canada. We only get one thing. We're like, I don't understand why this would be biased. I tell you which one drives me absolutely batty, though. What? You probably know. It's got the two, the two chatty Cathy's there, and they've got the, the jazz flute uh, playing all the time, that bump. You know what I'm talking about, as it happens from the CDC. As it happens? Yeah. The news is oh not God, a joke. That was the most amazing impression. Thank you. Thank you. I'm the most person test I've ever heard. Yeah. Thank you. I think it's called something like uh, hot gumbo or like uh, curry moves or something like that. Curry moves. It's called something like that. <laughs> 
like a famous they oh go to the site yeah and they have uh, remixes of it of course and they, but the news is serious and they treat everything like a joke it's all like a like a joke at 2 a.m and i don't appreciate that <laughs> I know, They're but drunk come on. on Molson's? Come on. <laughs> I don't think it's 2 a.m. for them. I think that's the only time that they'll take here to, to broadcast. It. That's right. That's right. Because they don't think anyone's listening. Yeah, they're hoping. They're hoping. Yeah. Yeah, who's listening to uh, right public radio? But do you get involved with any of the NPR and the other personalities? I imagine there's some sort of secret. NPR parties that you get to go to, and it's you, and <laughs> Leonard Lopez, and Sotirius the eyes wide shut masks, and all asking for the ombudsman. <laughs> I went to a conference recently of all their program directors, every station's program director, they come together and you know, it's like a big party. I've never seen more, uh, it was like basically a sea of white men in their mid 50s to 60s wearing gray <laughs> or gray beige yeah and uh, they're ordering tequila shots because that's the last thing they remember drinking that equaled fun uh, a long time ago and then uh, yeah it's a uh, it's scary it it's, sounds it's like my kind of scene yeah, yeah like you, you would love it i would, would love, love it, it. <laughs> <laughs> crowd surfing over a sea of poorly beige men <laughs> it's gray beige it's a gray beige i didn't even know that uh, it's, a, it's a color that only exists in public radio <laughs> what do you call it tote bag beige or something <laughs> like disappointment gray <laughs> yes yes i'm familiar with that but uh, when, when do you take that show uh, tomorrow and every Monday for quite a while now. Yeah, it's yeah. going well. It's a WNYC production. It's a it's a, actually an NPR production well, out of Washington DC. Yeah, yeah, it's like the big big cheese. But WNYCs are co-producers. Yeah. yeah. It's so wonderful. I know, it's hilarious. That. Radio. It's a uh, crazy. Someone stopped me at a party the other day and they went, does radio still exist? Which sort of sometimes puts things in perspective. <laughs> I know I do this thing like, oh, do people still listen to radio? And you're like, okay, I fucking get it. Thank you. It's all podcasts these days. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Right yeah that's it. I never have to explain anything about what I do. Not a one. <laughs> no, it's great. I love explaining Very uh, lucrative. I always think about it like probably about 10 years ago when, when podcasting just first started. Yes. I remember someone explaining it to me and it sounded like the most ridiculous thing of all time. I was like, so let me get this straight. You put a, a, a little microphone in your computer and you just say your thoughts and then people are going to listen to that? Right. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's bullshit. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> it's the best thing of all time. But in the beginning, it sounded like what we did, you know, with tape recorders as children. That's right. That's, what, that's how I started. Yeah. 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 It's good. Various programs with a little box. Yeah, a little box. And you'd record, you'd do advertising, and exactly. you'd do the whole show. If you wanted to make fire, you'd crumple a paper. No, I had a whole thing about a space cosmonaut from Russia. Kuryakov, the space cosmonaut. And his saying, you like this, may the skies always be high above you. <laughs> That's how we signed off. We had a little foam that I used for a sound effect. I could have made gravity. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Do you have skies in space? Do you see the sky? Well, just kind of a general thought that oh. you always want whatever you consider. It's sort of like a right like a place to go. You. It's right. like astronaut advice for Earth people, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> 
guess that's a good point I hadn't thought about as a 12 year old chasing my dreams. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a, a blog, a book, or a fragrance, but I love every possibility of that. Could that be a feature next to woman's inspiration? Yeah, that, yeah, that would be a whole side section. Yeah. For our Could I write for it? Do you have men writers on the thing? We do. Yeah. Yeah. They're usually gay, though. Well, we're probably all a little bisexual up here. <laughs> right? We all have tendencies. Well, that's terrific. I love to hear about that, too. No, yeah, yeah, I know. Takes <laughs> uh, you back to the pews. Right? Back to the pews. Back to the pews. That's right. I'm glad you walked down that path. I like that. Well done. So, uh, uh, so that, and people can tune into that regularly, Ophira? They can every week. And you still do stand up all the time. I do stand up whenever I can fit it in. I yeah. mean, your book's called Screw Everyone, but your work ethic is like perform everywhere. <laughs> you're doing well, it all the time, right? I'm all, I'm, about, I'm all about quantity, not quality. But now, no, no spoiler <laughs> alerts here. <laughs> But uh, you've also, you, you settled. I mean, you settled down. I settled. Yeah, I just went with you. All right. <laughs> I understand your I'm spouse. exhausted. I not appreciate that. My, my wife certainly didn't. But you, you, uh, you, yes. you, you and he's, he's, a, he's a comic book fellow? Uh, he collects and writes autobiocomics. Yeah. But he also works as a, uh, he works producing promos at USA Network. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. You got a group costume you're gonna do, so some kind of a mutants together? Oh, you mean for Halloween? Yeah. No, we're very separate when it comes to our Halloween taste. Oh. Sorry. What are you? you what are you more on? What, what yeah. scale are you? What, what side of the uh, thing are you? Well, he's uh, he's not going as anything. That's that's an extreme. Yeah, position. and I'm yes. going as Tony Stark with an eye. Tony Stark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope to, I hope to check that out. Okay. Well, thank you. Can you stick around, Ophira? Sure. I'd love Ophira Eisenberg, ladies and gentlemen. Give her a round of applause. Are you guys all right? Yeah. It's fine. We all just get nice and cozy here on the couch. Be comfortable. I like that. But I have to be able to. Okay. It's supposed to be nice and calm in here. There you go. Over there. I don't know if I can see Leah. Oh, see okay, sorry. <laughs> I can Okay. Oh, that, yeah, this that's is my motto. Okay, uh, folks, this is, I'm very excited to have, uh, I'm excited for all of you to be here, don't get me wrong. I'm excited for all, all my guests, but uh, I'm excited to have this next person come up. She's a terrific stand-up, and she's a former classmate of mine, if you can believe it. We'll talk about that, ladies and gentlemen. Leah Bonema is here.
you've been traveling all over the place, is that right? Yes. You just got back from where? Montana. Montana. What's going on? I think where I left my boys. Yeah, you leave it in. That's it was the... 28 degrees and snowing. Oh, God. Uh, that's cold. Soon for us, that's what it's going to be like. No. But right now, we enjoy the best weather, which, of course, is best weather. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, so, do you have a good time out there in Montana, despite the weather and the loss of voice? It must be hard for as a comedian to lose your voice. And what, I did six shows this weekend, and I was like, <laughs> Saturday, I was like, you know, do you ever like make deals with the universe? Like, I'll never smoke again. I'm gonna go to bed on time. We kale, of kale in my food thing. Please let my voice work tonight. I'll do anything. I'll stop lying. <laughs> and you're like, all right. No. And they're like, so I take back all the other things I said, but it doesn't work. But it works. Oh. And were you just opening for Daryl Him? Yeah. That's great. What's your impression of him? <laughs> it's a pun in the oven. Oh, <laughs> it was great. It was, he was He's great. all right. He's yeah. good. He's doing better. He's all right. Yeah, he's, I think better. he's pretty solid. Yeah, I think he's pretty good. We all have our rocky moments. And yeah, I know he's fantastic. What's he do? He does a lot of impressions when he's up there. He does impressions, and he just had a book come out. Um, uh, God, if you're not up there, I'm fucked. Yeah. And he's got a lot of stories about his life, and he tells like those stories, and he works the impressions in and jokes. It was great. Terrific. Well, that must be a great honor to to, to open for him, right? Yeah, it was, it was a great. Weekend. And you've been doing stand up for oh, how long? Long time. I keep moving it, so I really actually don't know. I don't know where we would since start and it started since I came out. Yeah, popped out doing jokes. Popped right out. Well, that's, uh, that's... <laughs> was that a Canadian of me, was it? Popped right out. I'm from Maine. Oh, yeah. yeah. I screamed through the answer in the back, but you couldn't hear me. Oh. <laughs> oh that's, that's the story of Maine, isn't it? <laughs> no, we are strong. Screaming from the back, we hope to be heard. But, uh, from like maybe buy a stuffed moose It's only a lobster. <laughs> yeah. I was just up there recently. I talked about this the last show, but I watched a lobster eat another lobster. Really? Oh. Yes. No, thank you. Really? It worked. It was feeding this little with his claws, preying on the, the pieces of a dead body. In, in, a, in a restaurant, or you were snorkeling? That was it. Yeah. <laughs> this was in the glass. No, in the glass thing in the back of a little huh. general store. We thought this is so charming and sweet. Let's go back. What's that little fella doing? He's eating another lobster. Maybe that's not what was happening. Maybe no, it was no, 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 no. There's no ambiguity as to what's happening. There's a dead lobster and there's another lobster standing on top of it, forcing the meat into it. Maybe that lobster died in there and that's how it lives on through another. It's a religious experience. A lobster should have fans. I think that lobster evolved. You think it's just like uh, becoming a uh, smarter? Yeah. Yeah, the orfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the orfish that yeah. are washing out. Just figured yeah. out that lobsters are delicious. What was that? Why pay restaurant prices? I've got all these lobsters. <laughs> hey, I, I got it here. It's sorry, sorry. My mom said that I went. They like to live out the rest. We don't live near the water. They live in the mountains. So, but when I was a kid, they took me to like a seafood restaurant. Yeah. And I saw the lobsters when we were coming. I was like an animal fan. And I guess I don't remember this. I was too young. But then uh, we ordered lobster, and they brought lobster to the table, and I was like. 
was this the people that were in the thing? And my mom was like, yeah, and apparently I like stood up and like fucking threw it off the table and started crying and screaming and like everybody in the restaurant, I'm like, you're eating the people, that could be somebody's mom. <laughs> and my mom was like, but up there in Maine, you must be a fan of erotic literature. It's very cold up there, and probably you've read Ophiris book. Yeah, I, I don't know how that works into Ophira. I'm not, I don't want to put Ophira in erotic literature. No, but it's, it's a little bit too late. And I don't want Ophira to think that I respect her for anything other than her intellect. Well, listen, listen, you get a nice... I want Ophira to feel like I don't want to rub one out to her at my parents' house. You and me, I'm rubbing one out to Ophira. How could our relationship continue? Okay. But, but you know, you get a glass of wine in that book, you're, you're okay. The point is that you, you also, uh, it gets cold up there, and you, you're also a fan of the Fifty Shades of Grey, is that right? No, I never read that. Did you read that book? I actually have a 20 minute joke about it, though. Have you ever heard it? It's, and it starts with saying, I haven't read it. Oh, I'm still right. going to judge it. All right. And what is the, the verdict? My verdict is that I have a friend that told me about it. And she just started talking, and the first thing she's like, "Oh, they meet, and the girl's a virgin, which are oh, she's a virgin in her twenties in America." So I was like, "Okay, we're not starting with facts." And then <laughs> she meets a rich guy, which yeah. are we still like that's already upsetting. Like, can't she yeah. make her own fucking money? We vote, and then she has sex with him, and then she has an orgasm the first time she has sex, and then I'm just like, I can't even hear anymore. I can't even. Like, I find that so insulting. And upsetting. Yeah. And I feel like people, it's, it's, I wish people would have said to me when I was younger, like, you're gonna fucking have some bad sex in the beginning. And then I would have felt more normal, you know? Yeah. Well, well nobody was there being like, oh, it's not gonna be, be an explosion of awesome the first time. Can I, can I chime in on this? Yeah, chime in. I just wanna let you know that my older sister told me that losing your virginity was really sh a shitty experience. So she was like, just find someone and get it over with. Yeah, you're really <laughs> She was like, just find someone and get it over with. Which is well, fantastic. I think your book would be a good guide for young ladies. I think it is. I, I would, when I have children or steal them from other people, <laughs> I'm not going to do that to myself. We don't care as fuck. Well, listen, I promised Steve we could ask a question. Steve now we're all, we got everybody oh, out. No, we do, do it. Well, uh, so, this is the segment we call Steve Wants to Know. Yeah, I always, I always like freeze up a little bit because the pressure's on. Thanks, Dad. I, I planted him. Oh, right Okay, get to um, it. Beautiful silhouette in the back, by the way. So, the question I have is I've been compiling this list on my iPhone, and then, of course, when I got the new operating system, I lost the list. Oh. Which sucks about the new operating system, but we can go into that later. That's not the time, okay? Um, the time is, I've been collecting this list for a number of years about words that I really think are fun to say. And like, great words. Like, these are great words to say. So like, are, can words, one, one part of the question is, can words be just inherently funny, just one word alone be a funny word? And also, what is your favorite word to say? So I can add to the list if it makes the cut. Okay, well, I think by even posing the question, we're saying that we all agree that words can be funny. Like yes. spelunking, I think, is a funny word. Spelunking is Yes, spelunking, I think, is a funny word. All right, so let's go, let's go down. It's the one that you don't start. Oh, I don't want to start. You don't want to start. That's hard. 
It's a lot of funny words. Beth start with a funny word. It just makes you laugh when you say it makes you laugh. Well, I'm just going to base this off something we posted to our site today. Uh, the word lobby gal. Lobby gal? Yeah, lobby gal. It's yeah. Uh, it, it used to be someone who would like, run around the lobby and like be a helper of sorts. Huh. A lobby gal. Lobby gal? Lobby gal. Lobby gal. It's like an errand boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Like an office bitch. Okay. Do you want to play off cow? G-O-W? Like, it's been a lobby girl, but they're like oh, female cows. Women that run around. I want to take it down that road, but I don't know if that's historically accurate. But yeah, I mean, it, I think it's just, you know, Oh, you almost want it to just be things. funny as soon as you hear it, without the explanation, don't you? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. There's a lot of judges in the first so, words. Okay, it's okay, Sarah. It's hard to be. Uh, <laughs> You're stuck on this one. There's others. I can't uh, I don't know if this is a funny one. It's just been on my mind. Just defenestrate. Yeah. Defenestrate. Yeah. 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 Don't know if you're defending it or you're just... No, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Oh, fear it. I got... I, <laughs> I've always been partial to gazebo. Gazebo, yeah. Gazebo <laughs> sounds like no, a, a scary clown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gazebo. Seems like a nice party to me. I'm ready for a guy to play a tuba. Near a gazebo. Lee, now it's your turn. I, I really feel like I'm having a major blank. Well, uh, easy. That's why it takes a long time to make that list. <laughs> You know, there's so many words that are so funny, and uh, right now all I can think of is areola, which is not... Uh, that's a good one. That's, that's also a name. Areola, oh. somebody's name? Yeah, it's, no. I don't know. There's a banker at Bank of America whose name was Areola. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's kind of beautiful if you take it out of context. It is. It sounds like, like a solar system. It's kind of like Lola <laughs> and Ariel that's together. Right, right. It's like an Ariel... Lola. 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 It sounds like a game of Character. Yeah, Areola. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that you put the emphasis. When I think Ariola, I think like, you know. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Vulva. Game of Thrones. Vulva is also, my mother used to say vulva so much, it made me want to shoot myself. Oh, she, that was her fucking word. Everything was vulva. I, I thought you were going to say something like Mars of Pan. No, I love Mars of Pan. Vulva, I hate that word. Well, that Steve-O wants to know, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, and we're all happier <laughs> for having gone through that process. <laughs> I like it every time. Uh, and then, uh, Lee, of course, you and I, uh, we, we, I said this at the beginning, we were classmates. You complimented me on my socks the first day, and it made yeah. me instantly uh, appreciate and like you. And uh, we were both in a commercial audition class. Yeah. But then the finale of this, do you all do auditions and things? Do you go on those kind of things? No. No. Oh, well, Save let me. Yeah. It's <laughs> a heck of a way to spend 300 bucks. But the, the, the end of the thing, correct me if I'm wrong, but the end of the thing, we had to, uh, we had to uh, mime closing a refrigerator, opening a refrigerator, taking out a jar of jelly or something, and then closing the refrigerator. That was three hundred dollars. No, we all had five we weeks. all had different ones. There was and the refrigerator. Some people that are casting was... directors or agents, who cares? The restaurant. They're sitting on little directors' chairs and we have to pretend <laughs> with a name like Smuckers, it's gotta be good. You nailed it. You nailed that, was it. Good. that was pretty good. You nailed it. I booked a lot of gigs. <laughs> <laughs> Not one. Not a single one. I got a hair commercial. You got a hair commercial. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's it had nothing crazy. to do with my, it had to do with it. They didn't, couldn't find anybody with my kind of hair. 
I, I, I've said this, but I lost one just based on my stomach. I was well, to, welcome to being in the world, world of a woman. <laughs> That's why I like the reductors so much. Because I can relate. I've been judged harshly. <laughs> You're our target demographic. <laughs> I feel like that. I signed up for the newsletter. That's a, but it was something, wasn't it? It was a fun class, though. It was a fun class. Classes. I mean, if you're gonna spend, like you're gonna spend some money, it was I nice. Like classes too. I'm not judging classes. I'm just waxing nostalgia. Okay, silently, but wax silently. <laughs> and uh, uh, Leah, of course, you're a, you're a big you're a Star Wars fan. Is that true? Yeah. So, what character would you be if you were in the in the? Are you an original trilogy, or you enjoy the expanded universe? I'm gonna stick with the original trilogy. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Sarah has strong feelings. <laughs> My first about Mary Jade Skywalker, whatever her name is. Is that her name? Is that her name? <laughs> She's a, thank you. You know what I mean. There's like an offspring of Luke and Leah, or Luke and Leah and Han, whatever it is. Not Luke and Leah. Luke they're brothers. Leah, brothers and they're, they're, they're siblings, and that doesn't go so well as I have. Chewbacca was the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was? Chewbacca. Chewbacca was your first yeah, crush. So, so I loved him. Yeah, you still find that your type. Very attractive. He's always there fixing stuff. He doesn't really put up much of an argument. He'll be like, yeah. but then he'll still go along. You know? yeah. I guess if I could be any character, I would be Han Solo. Yeah. I would love to wear those pants and then yeah. just show up to a bar and shoot somebody who irritated me. <laughs> that's like my fucking intro. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Well, I, I, and, and people know this, but for me, it's always the great scout of Endor, uh, Wicked W. Warwick, uh, because <laughs> that, that little Ewok. I mean, I like talking gibberish and throwing stones, you know? <laughs> I'll take it down. I have, a, I have a guinea pig that looks exactly like that Ewok. Yeah. I've shown you pictures. He's the best home. one. We actually named him R2-D2. To be fair, a lot of guinea pig <laughs> owners have said that. <laughs> My guinea pigs are special. They actually look like the rodents of unusual size from the Princess Bride. Before they got midgets, very large. was going to be going to be hamsters. No. Before they I'm hired sorry. the little people, it was all going to be hamsters. What? Oh, I thought you were saying that my guinea pigs look like hamsters. Guinea pigs. Sorry, sorry. Guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. Yeah. No. All the Ewoks. You're making stuff up. Guinea pigs. No, you're making stuff up. Lucas had really felt the lobby of the little people. So, all right. I'll make little costumes for you. I'll walk around. Skywalker. I was there in the class when you sold that Smuckers, yeah. so I know. You know, that you, you know, you I can sell it. I can sell any idea. I'll make you believe it. Yeah. Well, you got some shows coming up, Leah? I, I do. Um, I, you can check it on my website. <laughs> I honestly, have, I don't know what's happening. It's, it was a tough Not weekend. There. I threw myself into Netflix to get over it, and uh, I walked out of the house, and I don't know what day it is, but uh, <laughs> somewhere you can look at your website. You have a website, leahbottoma.com. That'll be great. And tomorrow I'm in Connecticut, but I don't know where. But oh I'll figure out when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> and uh, Wednesday I'm in New York Comedy. We don't need to go through my week. But <laughs> it's not a Got a nice brunch planned somewhere? I actually don't do brunch. That's no, that's off the table. Why would I leave the house in the afternoon? That sounds horrible. <laughs> Fair enough. Ophira, uh, you got some things coming up you want to talk about? We talked a little bit about it. 
just by taping. Oh, I'm I'm doing I'm opening up for a radio lab on Thursday and Friday at the Beacon. Oh, my awesome. first time in the Beacon. Nice. I know I'll be doing like ten minutes to walk the show, but obviously that I know I'm still be there. Yeah, still be there with the suit jacket on. Oh, a suit jacket. Yeah, that's nice. how I pretend I'm professional. I like Bob Faust, though. Oh, wait, I... <laughs> I have a blazer you can borrow. Thank you. Make sure the size are too, too big. Really People will just start laughing as soon as they see you. Sarah, you got something going on? Hmm. Trip to the post office you want to tell us about? Yeah. Taking a road trip to uh, Stamford, Connecticut. Ah, nice. Just to hang out in the house. Great. Yeah. Well, look for that. Uh, <laughs> and when when is this podcast going out? Is all this stuff going to be Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> is that change? You have something? To no, I've got no. I've got nothing. Uh, check out reductors.com. Yeah, reductors.com. Okay, we'll do it. That's great. Well, uh, I'd like to thank all of you for being here. How about that? Thank Thanks for Well, uh, that's that's the that's our show. Oh, here's I said that we'd be breaking news, and we we, we will a little bit. But we've just been added to the uh, uh, Gotham uh, Storytelling Festival. It's going to be happening. So Adele Radio Live, look for that a Saturday, November second, under St. Mark's, and we'll post the uh, the lineup and everything up there. It's exciting to be a part of that. And uh, then the next show, we're at the third Mondays of every month here at Union Hall. Next is November eighteenth. Uh, Carmen Lynch, John Howell Harris, and Eric Tenoy will be here at 8 p.m. So come on back and check that out. Uh, thanks to everybody here at Union Hall. And thanks to my guests again. Thanks to you for, for being here. Thanks to Steve-O for doing all the music, all the little bits Thank in between you. and everything. And stripping and asking such, well, asking questions. And uh, uh, let's see. Until uh, next time, uh, I'm going to be setting out my Jack O'Daniels, <laughs> which are what I call my empty whiskey bottles that the kids have to walk over to get to my front door on Halloween. <laughs> now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. Thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs>